Welcome to episode 152 of Ron's Update Podcast. A little bit of Zwifting on the treadmill, a little bit of uh, running at Stone Mountain, and a little bit of rambling on. Hope you enjoy it. See ya. porch on my treadmill with Zwift doing a walk. I've got a, a Zwift foot pod on my uh, shoe and I'm walking in Central Park in uh, New York City. I'm still social distancing because I only see me in the display. I don't see anybody else. So you can uh, push a little eyeball on the Zwift Companion app and change the position of the camera to see how oh, there's some people behind me. Got in over 15 miles on the bike today on Zwift, and now this evening I'm out on my treadmill. Going to get in about a half hour, I guess. <clears throat> the strange thing is, I've got the Zwift foot pod on, and my treadmill says I'm going 2.9 miles an hour, and the foot pod says I'm going 3.5 or 3.4. And I calibrated it on this treadmill earlier, so I don't know what the discrepancy is. But I'll work it out later. And my heart rate's 86. I'm going about a 17-28 pace. So, uh, looks like I'm doing okay. What's cool is I've got Zwift on my iPad because it's a bigger display and then I've got uh, the Zwift companion running on my iPhone which uh, you can kind of scroll around see where you're walking right now I'm walking around a reservoir it looks like in New York I'm not on the same path that the bikes ride on, so I don't know how big a loop this thing's going to be, but I've gone 0.36 miles so far. It says up a 1% grade right now. What I do, um, I've got a Nordic Track treadmill. It's not a newer one. It doesn't have a display or anything except for the part that shows you your pace and all that kind of stuff. But it goes up to 12 degrees angle 
but it won't go negative, you know, it won't go down. And what I do is when I see the uh, hills on display on Zwift, I uh, adjust the degrees of incline based on the degrees they show on the display. So, except I can't go down, like right now it's showing a negative one and I, I can only go to zero. So, that's just the way it is. <laughs> I could spend a couple thousand dollars and get me one of those high-class treadmills and it would do all that stuff, but that's not worth the hassle. I'll just do it this way because the uphills are more important than doing a downhill. Anyway, so that's what counts. I only see two other people on this loop with me. That doesn't mean there isn't more. Those are just the ones close by. One's a minute and 10 seconds behind me. They must be running though because they're gaining. <laughs> I wish Zwift had a uh, walk mode. They've only got a run mode. So I just have to walk and use the run mode. But hey, it works. That's what counts. Scenery's pretty cool here. <clears throat> and from what I... I was listening to a podcast today. Uh, cycling podcast, I think it was. It might have been one of the Zwift podcasts and they were talking about, no it was cycling. Cycling was uh, discussing uh, training on Zwift for cyclists and they were discussing how realistic were these courses and one individual said that they had ridden the Richmond course which had been a course for the national championships a couple of years ago and they said that course looked identical to the real course as far as you know the scenery and all that stuff so it was like you could get the exact benefit riding that course on Zwift is riding the real one except for you know the wind and all that stuff that you get on a course when you're riding outside which I thought was pretty interesting so I'm walking around this reservoir in New York City in the Central Park so I guess this is what it actually looks like which is pretty cool I mean it's all you can I mean it's not like photographic you know it's it's still uh, computer graphics like a video game type uh, display but it's still pretty cool to uh, be able to walk here and see this and know that it actually duplicates the real thing even though it's only computer 
generated. Now they've got some kind of sky thing in Zwift that goes up over the park that you can ride a bicycle on, that you can see down through the bottom. I mean, it's like a plexiglass thing. I don't know if that's real or not. I mean, <laughs> it looks, you know, if it was real, it would be cool, but I don't know if it is or not. So I've, I've only been to Central Park one time. Well, maybe I didn't go to Central Park. Wherever the World's Fair was is where I went. I don't think that was in Central Park. What was that, Flushing Meadow or someplace like that? That was back in 1962, something like that. Anyway, I've got in about seven-tenths of a mile now. Still right out of 17, well, 1744 pace. I don't come out here and use my treadmill that often. And what's strange is I can come out here and walk on it fine, but when I try to run on it, that's a whole different story. I don't know what the deal is. I just, I'm not a treadmill runner. There's just no doubt about that. Well, it looks like I'm closing in on 15 minutes. <clears throat> so I think I'll cut the recorder off and talk to you later, okay? When I'm doing a podcast every week, I repeat myself a lot. I don't know if I do or not. Uh, I'm in my car. I'm headed to Stone Mountain. It's a Sunday afternoon and it's time for me to go get my long run in, which isn't that long. It's six miles, but that's a long run for me nowadays. And hopefully I can uh, do that in relative comfort. I don't know. This past week, uh, I, I uh, cut way back on what I had been doing. The, the three or four weeks prior, I had been riding my bike trainer on Zwift about, oh, close to 80 miles a week, I guess, in that range. <clears throat> I mean, depending on when I counted, like if I kind of like a Sunday through a Saturday, I might get 90 miles one week, or if I do a Monday through Sunday, I might get 80. It just depends on how I, you know, do it. But I would say the past three or four weeks, I, I've been pretty close to riding the 80 mile range for uh, bike riding, and my running, I've, I've not done too bad. I I have skipped quite a few long runs that I shouldn't have, but I just, with this whole thing going on, I just haven't been inspired, particularly after my race got canceled at Disney. I, you know, you kind of lose your momentum, I guess. And uh, the next race that's on the books for me is Peachtree, 
which is in August. I'm August. What am I talking about? July 4th. How about that? I keep thinking everything's getting set back. I don't know how Peachtree could ever be on any other day but July 4th. <laughs> that's, that's the day it is. <clears throat> but anyway, I just lost my momentum when it came to uh, training, or, you know, my serious training and sticking with my program. I've, I've tried to run my weekly runs and get something in on the weekend, but I just haven't been that good with my long run. I think I did do five miles last week on Sunday, and I'm doing six this week. But uh, other than that, this this past week, I if I go back to Sunday, I, use, I count my week Monday through Sunday. So I can't really count uh, last Sunday, this Sunday. So basically, I've had two runs and one bike the whole week. So I've taken a couple days off, three days, I believe. So when I, when I finish today up, I'll have had three runs and one bike. And if I'm in the mood this evening, I might ride my bike some more because I had set myself as a goal to ride a minimum of 25 miles a week which doesn't sound very high to people that are hardcore cyclists which I'm not one <laughs> I used to be well I don't think I was ever really hardcore cyclist I was an avid cyclist I I loved riding my bike but I never went in for real super high mileage I just loved to ride my bike so I since the year last year and probably the year before I rode a total of about zero miles I thought well if I set myself a goal of about 25 mile a week average that'll be at least something like 1300 miles a year in that range which would be a good start and then the last three or four weeks when I was hitting 80 miles a week I was going well this isn't too bad but <clears throat> the the problem with that is when you're not used to it and you do three or four weeks of it pretty soon you start to burn yourself out and you aren't quite as enthusiastic about riding as you were and that's what happened this last week I would say to myself I'm gonna ride and then I would keep putting it off and then pretty soon it'd be too late in the evening for me to do it I mean, it really wasn't ever too late to do it, but who wants to ride your bike at 2 o'clock in the morning or something, you know? I mean, so to me, when I say too late to do it, if I don't get on my bike trainer by 10 o'clock in the evening, I'm not going to ride because my minimum ride is about a half hour. So if I got on at 10, then that... I would be finished like at 10.30, so that's not too bad. But if I'm trying to ride longer, say an hour, and I get on at 10, that's 11. And if I get on any later than 10, then you're getting close to midnight. So I just, you know, if I ride at 10 o'clock, usually it's going to be less than an hour, whatever, like last 
well, this Friday, I think I rode Friday evening late, and I rode, uh, I think, 12 and 7 tenths miles on Zwift. And I rode a route that I had never ridden before, which was pretty nice, because I've, I've ridden a desert route quite frequently, the, uh, I think they call it Tempest Fugit, which is an out and back of a little over 10 miles. And uh, I've also ridden TikTok, which uses part of the Tempest Fugit route and then keeps on going around and makes a loop, but it doesn't have any much climbing in it. <clears throat> so Friday, I rode what's called um, Sand and Sequoias, which the first half of the ride is the desert portion, which is pretty flat. And then the second half of the ride goes up, and you're doing climbing, and you get in. Overall, you, you gain about probably in the 500-foot range, but a lot of the riding is, you know, 2 and 3% climb, a couple little bit higher than that. I mean, it's not a serious mountain workout, so, it, I mean, it was enjoyable. So I... I, if I ride tonight, after I run, I may just ride that same route again, and then I'll, that'll give me over my 25 miles in two days, so I'll hit my weekly goal, and that's what I'm shooting for, is just trying to hit my weekly goal. getting kind of overcast looking and the wind's blowing quite I can't say gusty but it looks to me like it's pretty steady in the 15 to 20 mile an hour range right now and it's getting kind of overcast I don't know if we got a cold front coming in or what but I'm gonna uh, run it out and back at Stone Mountain which I like, I like, what I usually do on a long run at Stone Mountain is I park my car in what I call the big parking lot. It's one of the big lots that they use whenever the park's open for uh, the tourists, which is closed right now. And I will run, say my, today's run is going to be six miles, so I'll go out a mile and a half and back to the car a mile and a half and then I'll go out a mile and a half the other direction and then back to my car a mile and a half so it'll give me six miles that way if I want to stop and get a drink or whatever I can do it of course today I can't because I forgot to bring anything to drink but that's what I usually do when I'm doing an actual long run out here like if I have a 12 mile run I'll do uh, four three mile out and backs I'll go out and back three you know out out one and a half turn around and come back and then I'll go the other way out and back loop of three and then do that two more times to get uh, 12 miles Does that sound right yeah 
we'll see what the traffic's going to be like at the main gate. Even though all the attractions are closed down out at uh, Stone Mountain, except the golf course, uh, sometimes it gets pretty crowded at the gate because a lot of people go out there to run and bike and walk. And, but it's still not too hard to stay away from them, social distance-wise. But it being overcast and it's it's going on six o'clock in the evening now. Probably anybody that was out there during the day when the sun was out's probably already gone home. So it probably won't be that crowded. So to recap my week, I have ridden my bike trainer for 12.7 miles and I had a 5k run on Tuesday, a 5k run on Thursday, and I'm going to do a 6 today. So that'll give me a little over 12 miles of running and 12.7 of biking. And then if I ride again this evening, it's going to give me a little over 25 biking for the week. Which would be the lowest I've had in probably a month or more. And this coming week, I'll probably get back to a little bit higher mileage. This was just kind of a, wasn't really a burnout week. It was just kind of an off week, you know. Take a break. Get in your minimum amount of what you need to do. Which is my, my running, my, my running schedule is three days a week. Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. And this run this afternoon I'm right on schedule for my training plan the question will be whatever scheduled for next week long run or it might be a some kind of a time trial thing like a magic mile or something like that I don't know I haven't even looked yet but the question is, is whether I do it or not because I haven't, I haven't, I've been too good with structured workouts. Thursday I was, I was okay because I had a tempo run, which was a 10-minute warm-up, 15 minutes of tempo, and then 10-minute cool-down. But Tuesday was supposed to be a drill workout, and I just basically went out and ran 5K at a run 30, walk 30 pace. Really, I really didn't do my assigned workout for Tuesday, but I did get in mileage, which is fine. Well, I'm getting towards the gate here, so I guess I'll go ahead and cut this off, and I'll uh, maybe get back with you after I run. See ya. back in my car after my run <clears throat> it wasn't as enjoyable as I thought it was going to be I mean I had an excellent run but as far as the weather it was 55 degrees and that would have been fine except the wind was blowing about 15 to 20 miles an hour most of the time in gusts which made it kind of uncomfortable but I had a good run I ran two three milers the first one 
I ran three miles and I had my uh, Nike, what are they called, Re, Renews, I think, on, and they were cutting into my ankle, which is kind of strange. So I came back to the car and switched into my uh, Infinity Runs and uh, finished the, the last three miles. So I, I had a pretty good workout other than the wind blowing so hard. I wasn't too impressed with that. And it overcast and looks like it might rain, but it didn't. But the whole run I was thinking okay I'm gonna get drenched here but it never did rain and it still hadn't and I ran about for my long run I actually ran faster than I'm supposed, supposed to on my training plan I'm supposed to run about two minutes slower than I could run in a race or whatever I forget what they call it but anyway I I averaged about 13 minute pace when I should have averaged about a 14 and a half probably or a little over 14 so I was probably a minute, about a minute faster than what I should have been running my long run but I felt really good I, I didn't have any problem it wasn't like I was pushing to run that a little bit faster and running 30 30 you know I mean my actual running during the 30 second run portion was probably in that nine minute range and then my walk would slow my overall average down to the low for 13 so, but overall, it was pretty good. So I got in my <clears throat> Stone Mountain Long Run in two three-mile runs. I actually, re uh, what I did is when I stopped to change shoes, I stopped my watch and saved the first three miles. And then I started a new run for three more miles. So I had like two three-mile runs. And my second run was actually faster than my first. But my first was uphill on the way out and downhill on the way back. So that probably made it slower, the uphill. I've got to decide if I want to go home and ride my bike trainer this evening after my six miles. I got to do some stretching because my my lower back's been hurting bad. I think I mentioned it in, in my last podcast too. It's, it's been bothering me. And I just need to do something. I either need to go to a chiropractor or actually start doing some stretching exercises and be serious about it because usually what I'll do is I'll if I hurt I'll stretch a little bit until I don't hurt for 
is bad and then I'll just quit and then I'll hurt and then I'll stretch a little bit instead of uh, being consistent and stretching all the time. I was thinking about coming home and getting in the rest of my weekly bike ride because I had uh, tried to get in at minimum of 25 miles a week. Well, that fell through. I got home and I just wanted to eat supper. <laughs> That's what I did. So, and by the time I ate supper and watched a little TV and just messed around the house, time went by and it was past that time that I said I wouldn't ride my bike, which was after 10 o'clock at night. So I just said, well, there's no sense just doing it just to do it. If I don't, if I'm not in the mood and I don't feel like it, I'm not really losing anything. So I didn't do my bike ride, but today is a different story. I've got a bike ride scheduled for today because it's part of my training schedule. So I'm going to be doing that in a little while after I eat lunch. And uh, that's going to be about it for this. Oh, there's one other thing I had mentioned in a prior podcast. I don't know exactly when, but I bought one of these Move Now sensors that uh, all the hype I, I had seen. It sounded like really a good thing to get, and it was inexpensive, so I went ahead and got it. Well, I was disappointed. I mean somebody that doesn't have any other kind of uh, device, maybe this is a good good thing to have because it's inexpensive and it, it, it'll, it works good. It's just that you have to have it linked to your phone to get it to work. I mean, you can't read anything on it. It has no display and so Anything that you do has to be with your phone if you want it to do anything. And I was of the opinion that it it uh, tracked all day long and then you could just sync it to your phone and you would see what you had, but that hasn't worked for me. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong it should have been a simple uh, syncing because all you do is push on the top of it and a little red light flashes indicating it's syncing. But when I do that, after I've worn it like I wore it for a couple of days, so I figured, you know, I'm going to have some data of some kind in those days on, on how much movement I had done or something. Well it came out with a zero. So I don't know what I'm doing wrong, if I'm even doing anything wrong. But let me put it this way. My Fitbit just works. My Apple Watch just works. And my Garmin Phoenix 5 just works. I don't have to mess with them. They just operate correctly. So I'm just gonna put this move now device away and I guess I'm just not going to waste my energy screwing with it. Uh, 
you know, it might be good for somebody that doesn't have any other devices except a phone and they want to, I don't know, every time you use it, you got to get your phone out to use it with your phone. So if you want to run, you have to have your phone with you to get any kind of data out of it because it, it has to use the GPS on your phone to function. And so, you know, right now I don't have to carry my phone with me when I run because my Garmin works by itself, my Apple Watch works by itself, and my Fitbit works by itself because all of those devices have a GPS in them. So I really uh, was kind of disappointed about the move, but I mean, it was an experiment just to see it, what it was like and it didn't cost that much. So anyway, I just thought I'd let you know somebody that has one of those and really likes it, I'd like to hear from them. Uh, tell me if I'm doing something wrong but other than that that's going to be my podcast for this week and or actually last week I'm into this week now <laughs> this should be my first day of the new week of my podcast but it's actually ended up being the last day of last week so I'll see you later bye Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We'll be here next time. Keep the emails coming in and be sure to subscribe.